on this. Fantastic. So welcome everyone. Week 16 of the Naturally Healthy Club. And this week we're coming back to the basics. I trust the process. And I wanted to start this with, I got a um, message from Bronwyn who's in the graduates group. And I just think, because I think it's really helpful to like you have evidence that the process works. And so the more you guys hear about people who are at like further along in their journey, like the more that helps you to trust the process and then, you know, use that trust in the process so that you can follow the process and then get your own results. So I just did kettlebells. I'm feeling a bit <laughs> out of breath. Um, okay. So yeah, Bronwyn had, yeah, she just sent me a message and she said, going really well, life has gotten busy lately and I feel that habits are being maintained. I'm aware of a few habits I need to introduce and I'm sure that they, they will come with, this, with time. I've discovered over the past 80 months that change has, has to grow from the internal world. So our thoughts go Bronwyn. Um, and cannot be forced. My weight dropped five kilos and has stayed off. I'm now, I now leave food and throw it out without guilt. I practice abundance and not scarcity attitudes. I can listen to my stomach. I can slow down my eating. Thank you for all your words of wisdom, particularly instilling the belief that change is possible. So yes, wanted to share that with you guys and just, yes. And see how simple it is. Like, like, you know, I leave food, I throw it out without guilt, I practice abundance, not scarcity attitudes. So her thinking is changed. I can listen to my stomach, I can slow down my eating. Like it's all the simple stuff that that we're all doing. So um yeah, thought that would share that today. Um uh, so our naturally healthy club philosophy. So remember, I'm becoming or I am naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. Uh, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Every time I overeat, I am wasting food. I focus on one meal at a time. And that's a really important one. Whenever you're feeling like you're worrying about, like either regretting like your progress, feeling like your progress isn't fast enough or, or you're um, worrying about, the future, like, and where you're going to get to, am I going to get to my goal is like, am I ever going to get there? Just when you're in like future thinking and past thinking, like we just want to bring it back to the present and just remember like all you, all you, all you need to do is just do the best you can with this meal that's in front of you or with this day that's in front of you. And that's how, that's actually the fastest way to get to your goals is just by doing your best each day and taking it one meal at a time. Okay, go with curiosity, not condemnation. It's the next one. It's safe for me to feel my feelings, which we spoke about last week and we'll recap again today. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. I want you to think about that and just think of like what's one thing in your life right now that's like, yeah, I'm so happy about that. Um, yeah, I'm like thinking about my boys. Like they're such a, such a good age. So, yeah, like there's always things that in our lives that are good and it's important. Like it's so helpful to just tune into that. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so our plan for today is um, I've got a bit of news to share and then I'm going to open up to tiny wins. So I want to hear from you guys what's working well, um, no matter how small. Um, Marissa's asked how old the boys. Um, so Fimba's seven and Fergal's just about to turn 10. So 
they're really really fun um let's see what else uh uh, uh oh yeah new so we've got news with tiny wins um We'll recap last week. So we spoke about it's safe to feel my feelings. And then we're going to talk about this idea, talk about the process and talk about this idea of like we trust the process. And we are going to be doing our progress quiz today. So if you have your playbook, if you don't have your playbook, grab it because it's in there. But you actually, you could just do it on a piece of paper as well. So that's okay that we are going to be doing our progress quiz together. Um, yeah, and, that, and we'll open up to some, some coaching. So in terms of news, uh, the post of the week prize this week goes to Michelle Haight. She said, I've completed the tummy challenge. She said, I'm so excited to have actually finished something. <laughs> um, I've been struggling with a bad sinus infection, sinus infection the past few weeks and in low power mode, as my son says, which I love that, like, you know, when you're just feeling blah and you're in, I'm in low power mode. Um, so lots of, lots of things I've been wanting to do have been pushed back. It's definitely a little dopamine boost to be able to complete this. It's been real, very insightful um, too. Looking forward to the feelings challenge. And I'd actually um, asked Michelle like what her like what were the main satiety cues that she's noticing, and she said, um, "Thanks for the continual encouragement. I think when the food stopped tasting good, um, in combination with the sense of inner knowing intuition, are my main satiety cues." A while back, he coached another group member about satiety cues and intuition, and that was super helpful for me because the physical fullness sort of satisfaction feeling takes a while for me to feel, and sometimes I've overeaten by then. So, um, yeah, celebrating Michelle for completing the tummy challenge and posting about it, yay! And also, like, does what? How invaluable to learn that's like for her, like that's how she knows that's like you know the food stopped tasting tasting so good and I just and you just know like you, you just go yeah that's enough like um rather than and so yeah so great that she that that Michelle's done that and if you're like in the tummy challenge great keep going just the more you, it's like a skill the more you do it and the more you just bring that curiosity to it the easier it, it becomes um okay then in other news so our challenge that we've started last week as a group is the feelings challenge on safe to feel challenge which is in your playbook and Maria actually had posted in the group she had a couple of questions about it so I just thought I would mention here so there's two options you can either just every day set like just choose a time and just check in with you like set a timer for one minute and just see how my ask yourself how am I feeling so that's like the quick version or what I recommend is actually doing a more extended version, which is in your playbook, where I've actually got, got some questions to guide you through. And the first one is just like, you know, how am I feeling? What am I noticing? And then you um, do like just set a timer for one minute and actually just feel and breathe, like just practice that feeling of being in your body. And then um, there's a question here about what could be one tiny positive from this situation. So if you're actually feeling what you're feeling is like, not negative then like you can skip that question if you if you think like you know if this this is just positive but but that question is really training you to look for the um because any any situation where there's negative like emotion going on there's there's always like a seed there's always something in there that's valuable so um so that's why we have that question and Maria had asked about that. Like she's like, yeah, I mostly just feel neutral or good. <laughs> like, so yeah, like you can always skip the question if you don't, um, if, if nothing comes to mind, like don't spend too much time on this. It's like, it's really just for 
like just the first thing that comes into your head. And if nothing's coming into your head, just move on to the next question. Um, and then I've got a, a, the next thing is just like a little prompt to tonight I will soothe myself by. And that's to get like we're feeling our feelings, but also like being proactive about and like getting a plan for taking care of how we're going to take care of ourselves and learning like what are the ways that we can take care of ourselves. And so I think like that just you could actually do a self-soothing challenge where every day you just think of like how am I going to like what's something nice I'm going to do for myself. Um, and so it might be, you know, I'm going to read a book, I'm going to like have a long hot bath, I'm going to, um, you know, it might be, you know, go for a walk, whatever it is that will feel just something that's kind of like planning a treat for your soul, basically. Um, and you'll know what feels good to you. And it might be like, I'm going to have a, like a cup of tea or I'm going to have some chocolate. I'm going to really sit down and enjoy it. Like whatever. It could be food related if you wanted to. And then the last bit is like just for some body love stuff, dear body, I love you because, and just like just focusing your brain on like what is the, what is amazing about your body? What is it that you, you can love about your body exactly right now without it changing? And then there's a little thought for the day as well. And actually the thoughts for the day in the private podcast um, and that I'm posting in Circle every day are matching up with the feelings challenge. So, um, but of course you can start it at any time. And also I should note, that with all these challenges, like you don't have to do it seven days a week, cons absolutely consistently to get results. Like anytime you do like a, a day here or a day here, there, it, you're going to get value from it. So, you know, I'm on day seven and I started it like, so I haven't done it. I didn't do it over the weekend because I just thought, no, I don't really want to. And then I'm, but now I'm like, yeah, this week I'm, I'm doing it. So um, yes, feelings challenge there for you when you are ready for it. But, and don't like some people think oh that doesn't really apply to me but it's a guarantee like everyone benefits from more awareness around our feelings so um it is like it is surprising how impactful that can be and also how impactful it can be on your food and your appetite and your desire to eat like it's it really is magical to do it and I like I've I've done it so many times and I will I'll continue to do it with every group because I get so much value from it there's always like new layers to learn um okay and in other news because we have lots of news to, lots of talking about news today um uh yeah I'm just doing I'm doing I posted in the group I'm doing a um as an event uh, like a pop-up masterclass on how to simplify any recipe. So you guys, of course, get that as a bonus because you are part of Naturally Healthy Club. Um, so that's the 8th slash 9th of June. So um, you're welcome to attend, but totally optional. And I will have a replay and I'll post it in Circle as well. So cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's move on to Tiny Wins. So who has something they would like to share with the group in terms of what's working well? I have kind of a funny thing about the feelings challenge. Yeah, good. Sure. So like, I think I was like, what's, what's good about this? And I thought, God, I really need time to myself. And the family was going to Del Mar to grandma's, which is lovely. But I was like, this, this shows me, I really need time to myself. <laughs> so I told my, my boys, I'm staying home. I'm going to do a three day writing retreat. And then my son got sick. So not only did I not get time to myself, <laughs> I had oh, to stay home. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but it was okay. I was like, this is really helping me. Like, how do I, how do I see that? But I just thought it was funny, like irony that I was like, I know what I need. And then I got kind of doubled down. 
<laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. But it's a win but to I like don't... to have that awareness of that knowing that's what you need. So like, and it's like, yeah, it really cool. helped me. I was like, gosh, I'm like, I'm just on the edge here. I'm just like. And so writing it down and being aware of my feelings and then that sentence, what good could come from this? I'm like, oh, this knowledge that I need time to myself. So it was, yeah. 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 So good. So good, Marissa. And like, it's like, and then you can, because if you don't have that awareness that I need, I need some time for myself, then you can't give yourself that time. Like it's not not just going to randomly happen. Yeah. And you're feeling like, Yeah. So it's a way to clear and to give yourself what you need. So good. Love it. And my yeah. tiny one was an awareness. Um, I realized like we're always so, ex- or I'm so excited for my meals. Like I, I plan them so I know what's coming, even if I did not the exact meal, but like, and then it's so easy to rush through, which I thought is so ironic. I really had that realization that like, wait, I've been waiting this for this since wherever. We're here. We are this beautiful meal. Slow down. This is it. We're here. <laughs> so that was a good realization like I have been slowing down but it was like one more level of yeah and there's always more and and there's always that like tendency to rush too like and I still still let this so particularly at dinner time I'll get there and I'll be like and everyone's eating fast I'm like oh hang on yeah cutlery down I can slow this down and enjoy it yeah there's no rush so yeah. Yeah. And that's, that it's a, I think it's a human thing. It's like, yeah, like, I don't know, but um, yeah, but it's so great when you realize and you go, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I get to enjoy this. So fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Marissa. Yay. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Who else is the tiny win they'd like to share with the group? I'm typing the chat. If you um, want. Not, not, not massive. Um, but, um, went out for dinner on Friday, uh, mainly because we've got no food in the fridge. So, just thought, well, I'll always a good idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and it was pretty late as well. So, we went out Friday night to just round the corner to a local restaurant, um, and both had a pizza each and some fries to share. Um, but I ended up halfway through my pizza and kind of was full, so left the other half of it. Thought lunch tomorrow. And to be honest, that's kind of quite the norm for me now. Um, you know, I'll always kind of choose something that I know that I can kind of take back. The weird thing was, my husband then decided to leave about a third of his as well. And hang like, on, normally, hang on, hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so normally, like you know, I, I would get ridiculed for leaving food. He decides he's had enough, and takes three slices home for his meal. And then enjoys it for lunch the next day. So wow. I was like, yeah, I'll catch you. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Like that he's been like, like not, not supportive of you leaving food. And now he's yeah. able to, now it's like, but now it's opened up the possibility for him. And it's like, this is just becoming something that you guys will do now. Like, so yeah, like, maybe, once... maybe like you know, not such a big deal. Yeah. That's actually, that's a huge not, not saying It's not a one off. Could have just been a one-off. Could just been a one-off. And it could just be for pizza. And but that does and that's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Make me feel better anyway. Yeah. Amazing, Maria. So it good. Actually, like such a big issue. Yeah. Um, so Maria, how, how did you did you feel like you got your questions answered about the feelings challenge? Um, yeah, and I've had I've had a kind of couple of goes at it, but I think I'm still struggling. So perhaps when we come to coaching. Okay. My, 
might be great to just get a bit of coaching on that. Yeah, cool, cool. Absolutely. Okay, let's I'll make sure we we'll get we'll do that. Okay, good. Some great wins. Unless anyone else needs anything, of course. <laughs> um, okay, has anyone else got a tiny win? One more before we move on. You can type in the chat, Marsha or Anna Marie, if you want. Oh, and I found clothes in my wardrobe that I completely forgotten that I'd bought. Amazing. <laughs> and then wondered why I'd bought them. Right, right. But, but, but you know, it was it was good to kind of review them. And amazingly, I'm just finding that things that like I never thought would fit me actually fit me. Um, but then I'm finding other things that God, they must have sat there for about five years, thinking like, why why is that still sitting there? You know, what was I thinking? But it, it feels just feels quite therapeutic, just kind of trying stuff space. on now. Yeah. And um, I just feel like kind of I feel like I'm not doing it judgmentally. I'm doing it like with curiosity. And if something doesn't actually fit, I mean, I, I got some, I got a couple of shirts, and they're like quite old. And I think I bought them, and I've never worn them. And that they, they must be like about three sizes too small. I have no idea why I would have bought them. I'm just thinking like these are gonna go nowhere near me, you know, <laughs> ever. So you know they're, they're just gonna have to go because I've just got. I'm finding that I just don't have a sentimental attachment to things like that anymore. I'm finding that right. And so then there's before, no meaning to it. Yeah, I would have. I think before previously prior to NHC, NHC I would have hung on to them for like a kind of because there would have been a judgment around it to say you need to keep that there as a reminder that you need to lose weight or you need to get in charge of your relationship with food because that's going to remind you. And now I kind of feel that that's not the case. Now yeah. I don't need them there to judge me. And I'm kind of more about, no, you know, I want stuff to be there that that is accessible and normal and, you know, I can just kind of grab and go. You know, I don't I don't need that judgment anymore. Yeah. Isn't that funny how we do that, Maria? Like that we will like yeah, like you're totally not alone there. Yeah. It's so uh, beautiful it to notice a, that you that you can change that you've thing, changed. Yeah. No, it's actually big, yeah. isn't it? It's obviously just a small mind thing, but you know, the the impact of hmm. Oh, come back, come back. Okay, we're back. Yeah, sorry, I think I don't know if I just no. That, I think that was me. I think I froze. Um, yeah, I, I I could still see you. So <laughs> that's actually that was funny because I went through a bucket of clothes on Saturday because I, I was going to a party and I'm like, oh, I'll use this opportunity to grab those shirts that don't fit and add them to the pile. And the first one I put on, which didn't fit the last time I tried it on, actually fit. So I wore it to the party. I'm like, oh, amazing. Okay, never mind. I'll go through the pile later. <laughs> it, it's this, um, I've gotten a lot of hand-me-down shirts from my mother-in-law of, of all places. She's like, okay, this doesn't look good on me anymore. And we have similar coloring and style, you know, just 
t-shirts and, and pretty casual. And I'm like, oh, I really like this shirt. And it it fits on, over my shoulders now. So, hey. Amazing. So good, Marsha. And you weren't expecting to. So it's not interesting, like you were willing to let them go and then you just thought you tried it on and then like it is so huge. Yeah. Yep. So great. So good. Yeah, I'm loving the closet stuff. Like it's really fun to like, and like don't discount like how much like that is it like if that's evidence of like how we're changing but also like how that's it's like a reflection of our relationship with ourselves and our bodies our wardrobes so like by having like that that good relationship with our wardrobe it just it flows into the other areas of our health as well so and the cool thing is like you can change that relationship with your wardrobe without actually changing you. You don't need to lose weight and change your body. It's just like changing the clothes that are in there and the meaning that you give to those clothes as well. Like it's, um, it's very, very powerful. Okay. Although it's great discussion. Um, okay. So last week we spoke about um, it's safe to feel my feelings. And we spoke about like that. Actually, you know, it's great that we, oh, there's Emma. Hey, Emma. Um, it's great that we, um, how like it's great that we have negative emotion like that negative emotion actually is useful like we, it's great it is good that we have it because it serves as a guidepost it provides contrast like when we feel bad and then we feel good like it's so much we appreciate feeling good so much more um, and also it can be a motivation like negative emotion can spur us into action so it's a really helpful thing that we have and so, and then we spoke about like actually how to handle emotional eating. And I talked to you about the three A's. And so those are, um, just going to speak for the recording. Um, so those are um, basically, and basically what, what we're trying to do with, with emotional eating is instead of eating our feelings that we feel our feelings. And because the, the thing is that when we try to eat our feelings, it doesn't actually work. Like it, it's kind of like this sticking a band, like there's a problem here. We stick a little band aid of having some food and we feel like good for a few seconds um but then the whatever the feeling is it doesn't it hasn't changed or and in some ways it gets worse because then we feel bad about about overeating or whatever we're doing with food food so it like piles on the, the feelings whereas if we um when we learn to feel our feelings instead the feel like we don't have the overeating problem like guilt that com comes with it and we're able to just process the emotion it's so weird that like when we do this that we actually emotions move through our bodies. And so there's three, three kind of parts to the feeling, our, our feelings. First is just bringing awareness. Like, and the question to ask yourself is what am I noticing? And just bring the curiosity, like what is going on with me right now? And it can be like a Maria in Maria's question, she'd ask like, like it can be like emotional like it can be like like it can, can be like just that feeling of like kind of, kind of what, what's going on like the emotion but it can also be like what's going on in my body like you know and 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 actually tuning into the physical sensations of, of what you're feeling as well so there's kind of two parts to it no right or wrong and it's just whatever you're noticing like what what am I not just tuning in to what am I noticing so we've got a for awareness first one next one is acceptance and that's just bringing that self-compassion of like, it's okay for me to feel scared. It's okay for me to feel overwhelmed. It's okay for me to feel angry, whatever it is. Like, of course I'm feeling like this. And when you can bring that acceptance into it, that takes away the judgment layer and the all, all, all that. And that's, again, another tool for helping us process the emotion and feel through it. And then the third step is 
action. The third I is for action. So we've got awareness, acceptance, and action. And the action piece is really like making an intentional choice about what to do next. And so sometimes it might be like, I just need to feel this. I just need to sit with this for a while. Um, and sometimes it might be, you know what, I actually would like to comfort myself with food, but doing it from this intentional place of, and, you know, and maybe it's like, you know, make yourself a hot chocolate and you're going to sit down with your hot chocolate and, and really like let yourself enjoy the hot chocolate to soothe yourself. Or maybe it's you're going to do another self-soothing activity. Like maybe you feel like you need some connection, so you're going to call a friend. But it's like the action, it doesn't matter so much what the action is. It's just that you're doing it from this kind of cleaner place of, okay, I've got awareness that this is going on. I'm accepting that this is where I'm at right now and that's okay. I'm not struggling against it. I'm willing to feel it. And then when you've got in that place, the action that you can take, that that you take will be more effective than if you hadn't gone through the awareness acceptance action piece and then we last week we also did an exercise on actually feeling your feelings so I actually walked you through a kind of it's kind of like a guided uh like little exercise where we actually I got you to just tune into what you were feeling in that moment and we will come back and do that exercise again in a few weeks where we actually practice feeling negative emotion together so if you haven't um, checked out that replay or if you didn't haven't done that exercise really recommend doing it like it's 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 a really beautiful way to in, like to get kind of start introducing yourself to feelings work because it feels safe and because you've got like a nice voice in your ear guiding you through it so it's not like you're on your own doing it um so that that's there so did anyone have any questions or did anything come up um from the feelings challenge last week that um the feelings lesson last week no we'll keep going okay great and like it's a really personal thing and like it's like yeah there's no rush on doing it it's just and I think like really like having that doing that the feelings challenge and setting aside a couple of minutes each day to practice it is the best way to to immerse yourself and to get good at, at doing it um so now this week yes we're talking about i trust the process so one thing that i want to remind you all of is that like it's 100 percent normal to have doubts that you will change and i mentioned this at the very beginning when we started and even like it's funny we on our journey whenever we're changing it's really normal for your belief to go through phases and sometimes you'll feel like yeah i'm nailing this i've got it and i'm like feeling really good and like habits are working i'm listening to my tummy and it's all like flowing scales moving great and then we'll but then it's really normal to like to go into like kind of two steps forward and one step back and then going into oh some things aren't working and like to have for the doubt to come up again so if that's what you're experiencing in this like kind of messy middle part of the of the six months like totally nothing's gone wrong you're exactly where you need to be I'm sorry this is how it is um but yeah like completely normal and but what we want to do is not give up on yourself like don't quit on yourself when you and also don't make it mean anything wrong so if your belief feels a bit wobbly that's when you just go oh okay like I'm kind of struggling at the moment that's when I just need I just need to focus on believing in the process while I'm getting my belief back about for myself and also remembering that I believe in you like you're here for a reason 
and I only work with people that I know I can help. So you want to like use use my belief, use your belief in the process while you're while when you're when you ever your belief in yourself starts to feel wobbly. And I just want to remind you, like, because we and like when we're changing our relationship with food and doing this work around our health and wanting to lose lose weight, it can be really to go, oh, there's so many things I can get a bit overwhelmed with it, and. I just want to remind you of the simplicity of what we're doing in Naturally Healthy Club and just do this little thought experiment with me. Like just think about it. Like if you were eating mostly proper meals, like you're not randomly grazing and like when you were having snacks, you were being intentional about it. And if you're listening to your body for like how much food to eat, would you lose weight? Like would your relationship with food feel good? Absolutely. Of course it would. So like that's all we like, you know, so we want to just remember like of course this process like if like if you think about it like it's it's, it has to work right there's there's nothing else to it and yes and like and so that's at the very heart core of what we're doing we're just we're eating proper meals and we're being intentional with our snacks we're listening to our bodies um you know that's that's essentially and also at the same time we're also like we've got all these other tools at our disposal because we're learning to feel our feelings. We're bringing an emotional, like an experimental mindset into the work that we're doing. And we're actually being proactive about our beliefs and changing our self-concept at the same time as well. So we have all these other tools. So of course, like, like the process works and it's just a matter of like, of keep, if you're not seeing results, just like coming back to the process. And we're going to do our um, our progress quiz in a second. So that's going to give you some clear guideposts on exactly which habits like are going to give you the most um, bang for your buck at the moment. But I just want to set that just a reminder that, yeah, like, cause it, it can be easy to, and also like the narrative in the world is that, oh, you know, weight loss is so hard and it's so hard to be healthy. And I need to like, you know, th- that whole story is, is, is in the world that we in the world that we live in so it's important just to remind ourselves actually you know what it doesn't have to be that hard I I just need to focus on a few simple things and that will make a difference and that will get me where I want to go um so yeah I trust the process so big and so what is our process I'm glad you asked (laughs) um so remember the way we remember it there's three parts to it so l-i-t l for listening to our bodies I for making intentional choices and T for tracking. So in in terms of, um, and just a reminder that the way the process, like the way that these components actually show up in your life isn't the, like it's different for everyone. And yes, there are, there are commonalities and things that we all have together, but it can be slightly different. And so what we want to do is like these six months of working in the Naturally Healthy Club is you going on a treasure hunt to find your own process to figure out like what is, what does naturally healthy look like for you? Um, and a good guidepost, a good thing to remember is this idea of like, um, effort versus ease so if something's feeling really hard for you to do and you're having to force yourself to do it then that's not going to be sustainable so what we want to do instead is look for the things that that do feel good to you that do feel easy and also like remembering that often if something feels hard like it's just our thoughts about it that are making it feel hard um 
Oh, so good to see you, Emma. Um, we, I mean, we are missing you too. Um, Emma just popped in for 10 minutes. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we want to like, yeah, like just know if something's feeling hard, just notice that and like coach yourself on like, what are my thoughts about this? And remind yourself that you don't actually have to do anything. It's up to you to choose like what's what you want to be doing and what what works well is part of your process. Um, and also remember that like you can get coaching. So if it's feeling hard, like let me know, like we can work it, work on it together, like uncover the thoughts that are making it feel hard or try a different approach. So um, yes, so our process, three parts to it, LIT, listen to our bodies. And with that, it's like, it's just this thing of like slowing down, like putting our cutlery down in between bites and just learning to tune into our tummies and learning to like, so whether that's doing the tummy challenge and just learning what your satiety cues are, um, you know, slowing down, focusing on your food, all those good things. So that's the L part. And I is for making intentional choices. So that's our, um, where we're making intentional choices about our food, but also about the thoughts that we're thinking. And so that's why our minimum, our, our tiny habit for making intentional choices is our daily practice where we just at the very minimum we're writing our one sentence of I'm becoming naturally healthy and we're planning one treat so we're just thinking having that one little touchstone into our day of like yes this is me being naturally healthy and then um and then when we we, we can expand out our our intentional choices to other things but at the very minimum like that daily practice is what is is the cornerstone of that and then we have tracking and so tracking that's the, like weighing ourselves every day for most of us and or tracking our habits um so yeah and the just and the reason we have tracking in there is because we change best when we feel good and so it's important to notice our progress and that's just one way to measure our progress and to um, and to give ourselves that encouragement to keep going. So that's our process. Um, so I thought I'd actually this month, before we do the progress quiz, I'm going to go through each of the questions in the quiz and just share with you, um, like the kind of like, or remind you of the reason behind why each of these is important and why it's I've included it in the Naturally Healthy Club. So the first question is I put my cutlery down between bites and th that is because that's a tiny habit that helps you slow down your eating and slowing down your eating helps you A, enjoy your food more and B, listen to your tummy because the faster you eat, the heart, like the, the more compressed, the, like the less window of time you have to to feel like that's those satiety cues. So the more you slow down, the more you enjoy it and the easier it is to listen to your tummy. So that's first one. Next, number two is I eat without distractions. And again, this is all about experiencing pleasure and maximizing the pleasure. And, um, and, but, and also like that, so that's the number one reason why, like I eat, like I, I can't remember the last time I would have eaten with distractions and it's because I would feel ripped off. Like I feel like I'm missing out on the pleasure of my food. If I've got like, if I'm reading something or I'm watching something at the same time or if I'm scrolling at the same time. So eating without distractions is so key for being naturally healthy. Part of being naturally healthy is that we get to enjoy our food, right? So 
that's like the number one reason to eat without distractions. But also like if you're, if you're distracted, you we've all been there, like where we've been like, you know, in a movie eating popcorn or like, like having your hand in something and doing something else at the same time. And then you're like, Oh, the bag, like bag of chips is gone. And you, and you hardly even registered that like that it was there, <laughs> there, like, because your brain hasn't noticed. So by focusing on the food, that's another key component to the satiety piece. So Girls, can can't I just ask a question about that? Yeah, do. Um, so obviously would the exception to that be when you're out eating socially? So if you go out for dinner with like some friends or your other half or something, obviously the distraction is that you'll have a social distraction because, you know, there'll be people talking and you'll be having a meal whilst you're chatting that's obviously a distraction um do you then have to maybe focus on another method to make sure that you're still sort of yeah great question on on track yeah and so what i like what i do then like so like and so that's i i don't see eating socially as a distraction but i guess you could frame it that way but what I think is important, like the how I navigate that is, and like because I eat dinner with my family every night, but it's like starting, like you have a spotlight, and so you you use rather than all the attention, all your all your attention going on the conversation and the the um, and the social thing, you can just take a couple of seconds to like have the spotlight on your food experience and actually go like cut it, like have put the food in your mouth, put the cutlery down to it tune into it you know it's maybe 30 seconds 10 seconds whatever and then you can like swallow conversation can go back on the um, on the guests and so you can like you've got that spotlight shining between the two and mm-hmm. yeah so like you you then you're still getting the pleasure of the food and also the pleasure of the company so mm-hmm. and that's a skill to learn for sure mm-hmm. yeah I find it naturally slows me down anyway if I'm eating with other people yeah, of um, course. You know, yeah. obviously there's chatter and I'll probably get like less interested in the food a bit quicker because it just takes me longer to eat it because you're chatting and eating and chatting and eating. Um, so I think it slows you down naturally. I'm, I'm kind of, and then it becomes more about the social aspect and less about the food anyway. Yeah, that's right. But you can still enjoy both. So hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. It sounds yeah. like you're naturally doing that anyway, Maria. So it's not, not really a hmm. problem. Yeah. yeah 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 great and Masha said like I find eating socially makes the process this process easier with conversation I eat more slowly and then I'm satisfied faster so yeah like it's actually eating so with people can can actually slow us down and be like more of a, like a, a positive thing for sure um I love Marissa said her, my dad used to call it an out-of-body experience where did my food go it's like it's out of the body <laughs> straight through <laughs> exactly um, we've all had that experience, Marissa, for sure. Yeah, cool. Can so I this, with yeah, go. Yeah. I just want to say, um, we were eating with friends and uh, it, everybody was like just so witty and like I felt like you had to kind of pay attention to it. This was the meal where I finished last. and But I, it was, it was hard to, I put my cutlery down. It was almost like, I, I felt like I almost didn't taste my food because there was so much talking and it was fast. And it was, so I think that's, that I'll have to work on that. Like just yeah, how do yeah. you 
I didn't eat fast, but I also like, I finished last, but I was like, that was delicious. And I felt like I barely tasted it because I was trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, sometimes there's going to be meals where that's, that's what happens. And like, and the conversation was like, and that's was the most pleasurable part of the meal. And that's amazing. Like, it's yes, not a problem. True. It was. Right. Because there's that's plenty of meals true. that we eat on, on our own. Like, and even if you only, so it's like coming from the, that abundant mindset of like, you know, I got the pleasure from this, this experience. And maybe it wasn't that much from the food, even though the food was really delicious, but that's, it doesn't matter. Like that's, I got what I, I, Such a great, what I, I had a fabulous time. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, okay. So number three is I pause and check in with my tummy halfway through the meal. Um, so actually, and maybe what we can do is rather than then coming back and um, rating ourselves, afterwards why don't we um research and we'll let's rate ourselves on a scale of one to five as we as we're having this discussion so we'll rate ourselves and then then we'll talk about it um so just remember our scale of like so for each of these things we rate ourselves on a scale of one to five one being i never do this two is i rarely do it it's a struggle three is sometimes i do sometimes i don't Four is I do this more often than not. And five is I do this confidently and consistently. So if we just backtrack, so number one was I put my cutlery down between bites. So just first number that comes into your head, one, I never do this, five, I do it confidently and consistently. And then number two is I eat without distractions. So again, just first number that comes into your head between one and five. Number three is I pause and check in with my tummy halfway through the meal. So again, just rating yourself. One, I never do this. Five, I do it confidently and consistently. Um, and the reason for this, that the pausing and checking in with our tummy halfway through the meal is just to set that, um, like when you have that habit of like, of tuning into your tummy like at least halfway through then it's just setting you up for being able to notice where you're at and pace yourself and listen to your tummy tummy so it's just a way to bring that conversation hey tummy how are you going okay so then we'll move on to number four i leave food on my plate when i'm satisfied so rate yourself on a scale of on the scale of one to five And this, of course, is um, this is the part of listening, listening to our tummies, and this is the part where there's that opportunity to um, to be eating less at the same time as feeling satisfied, which is very different from if you're dieting and you're counting calories and you're like, I should be eating less, I should be eating less, because and we don't want to do that because that like stokes this like psychological hunger, whereas if you're wait like you're checking in and you're feeling satisfied first and then you're leaving food that is like that is the sweet spot where you're actually you are eating less than you normally would great so that's where the weight loss piece comes in but you're not stoking up your psychological hunger which is going to fuel like future overeating because you're feeling satisfied so we're not restricting in any way when we do that um, number five is I do my five-minute daily practice exercise. So rate yourself. 
on a scale of one to five. And the reason for our daily practice is really to help us make those intentional choices about, about yes, about food, but also, and more importantly, about this work, about how our self-concept, like how we're seeing ourselves. Because, and that having that belief plan, having those intentional thoughts that we're thinking on purpose, so key to like changing how we see ourselves. And we're always acting consistently to how we, consistency with how we see ourselves. So that's key one. Uh, number six is I enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. So again, rate yourself on a scale of one to five. First number that pops into your head is the right number. Um, Marissa said, I'm obsessed with my daily practice. So grounding and comforting and the best start to my day. Yeah, I love it too, Marissa. Like it's like, yeah, this is, I'm doing this for me. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's like a, such a nice part of my day too. Um, so yeah, the improper meals and intentional snacks. Again, this is around us, again, maximizing the pleasure of food because when we actually have a meal, we're way more likely to like have something that's had some like attempt love and attention put into it. Whereas if we're just randomly grazing and snacking, we're just grabbing random pieces here and there. It's generally not food that's super satisfying, satisfying or super delicious. So that's this is a key thing. And being in, intentional with our snacks is again like bringing that like rather than just hating this like random whatever happens to be there bringing that intentionality so that it can be delicious um, is a key thing uh number seven i plan a treat every day so you rate yourself on a scale of one to five and the reason for the planning the treat every day is because we want to really make sure that we're giving ourselves that opportunity and like to enjoy like to have the food that we leave and we're not letting any sneaky restriction come in and the and the other reason we want to plan a treat or plan ahead is because then we get to enjoy the anticipation as well so we get the pleasure from the anticipation as which is can be just as much if not more than the pleasure from the actual having of the treat and if um i think i've shared with you guys that, that there's been research around like like dopamine release and like cocaine addicts and they actually like our brains actually get the dopamine like the, the good the pleasure like neurotransmitter from anticipating like so they're like measuring dopamine in their brains when they saw the like cocaine and they were anticipating having it that's when the dopamine got released more so than when they actually took the drug so it's the same for us and chocolate <laughs> or whatever our uh, chips whatever our treat is so um, planning it something every day, something we've got something to look forward to is a key part. And also because that helps us be intentional with our choices. So rather than it's easier to say no to a like dodgy cupcake at, in the office when you know you're going to be having like a beautiful dessert that, that night. Um, so yes, planning treats, so fun. Number eight, I'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment. And so rate yourself on a scale about of one to five. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason my brain wants to give a three but I feel like I am doing that all the time and I've been watching it so I'm like why why do you want to give me a three <laughs> right 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 because this is a big one 
um marissa so maybe like just go with the three and like or, but you can you can you, you can override it if you want <laughs> yeah um, no i think it's true i think it's sometimes maybe sometimes i'm doing it and sometimes i'm not and i know it's a big one for me because i have those I critical think, voices yeah and the self-talk it's there's so many layers to it and it's always there so i think it's like that's one of the ones that it's hard uh, to like to be doing it confidently consistently where you're always coaching yourself in the moment like like I, I think I would probably rate myself as a three on that one as well so okay. like yeah even though I'm like okay. coaching myself for a long time yeah okay that makes me feel better thank you <laughs> yeah but this like the self-talk is so like tuning into that and having awareness around that is so key to changing our behavior um so good Number nine, I make intentional choices in the moment by asking, will I be happy about this choice when I'm weighing myself tomorrow? So just rate yourself on a scale of one to five. And of course, this is important because life comes up and we can't plan perfectly for everything. So we, but we, when opportunities do arise, we have this option to still make a choice that's good for us in the moment, but also good for our future self. Number 10, I weigh myself with curiosity and record the number. So rate yourself on a scale of one to five. And of course, we mentioned weighing ourselves is around the tracking, but bringing the curiosity to it is around changing your relationship to the scale and with your weight. And also it's around your relationship with yourself as well. Um, and just bringing that lightness to it rather than it being this like big, heavy thing. Um, is is really key um yeah right so th there's an opportunity there marissa to like to bring the curiosity and like i do that with myself it's like sometimes it, like i had a really big dinner on sunday night and i was like oh i wonder what it's gonna be like bring the curiosity um i'm getting there i'm yeah. i'm getting there but i feel like there's the hard driver still there too but yeah both. of course yeah yeah <laughs> yeah of course of course um Number 11 is I include protein in every meal. Just going back to the, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm just going to go back to yes, the, the scale thing. I mean, I'm kind of, it, it feels far less judgmental now. And, you know, it feels, okay, what I call it, curiosity, I'm not sure. I'd just call it a feeling of control. Right, 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 right. And And just knowing that, you know, whatever that number is, I can backtrack and I can go, yeah, it's probably that. And you know what? it does go up and down every day and I actually kind of I understand the reasons for that um and as long as I'm kind of seeing that average over time um so that's really useful because my my weight tracking app gives me like a kind of weekly average yes great and you know there's the odd week where it doesn't move that's great and then it kind of comes down and then it doesn't move and then it comes down and and yeah so seeing that kind of longer kind of picture in that that wide angle view I think is it's just a more balanced way of looking at it but I think it's just that feeling of stepping on the scales and being an ultimate control it's not so it's something that, that's happening that to you control. yeah absolutely not no. so but great it Maria it definitely was yeah yeah amazing and do you think that that's, change. that's from just learning like and observing yeah. like what 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 makes a difference that, that yeah, I think it's, that? it's about the learning through the process as you as you said before you're not going to do all these things if you commit to them 
commit to doing them and you at least try, you're not going to do them and not see something, you know, whether that, you know, for some people that that might be weight loss, depending to what degree they're going to use the process, you know, and I might be tweaking the process for me to, to kind of have just enough rather than a satisfaction feeling. And, you know, maybe that's kind of the, the weight loss trigger. Um, but, but there are so many other side effects that are positive. Um, you know, even if it's, even if it's just kind of psychological stuff and mindset stuff, um, because, you know, I kind of feel like I'm talking in catchphrases these days, you know, but the whole thing of I change best when I feel good. I think that's so true. It is. <laughs> there's science, there's evidence, but yeah, like yeah. so great that you've had that experience in your life, Maria. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say, Maria? I missed the last thing you said. I was just saying, I, I was kind of, I, I feel myself talking in catchphrases these days, NHC catchphrases, you know, I could, I could probably like, you know, we could do like a quick fire round, Jules. Like, <laughs> I'll do a quiz. See who gets the most. I reckon I'd win. Um, but I was just saying the whole I change best when I feel good. I think that is, yes. that is yeah. so true. And I think the more, probably the more good you feel from the more dopamine you're getting from the positive changes that you see, whether that's weight loss or not. Um, and just feeling it, good it about yourself. Has a, it has a domino effect. And, you know, I think that's, probably then what you know triggers the next thing and the next thing yeah, yeah. it's all all interrelated yeah so so good maria um yeah and marissa just want to celebrate you like saying i you know you love weighing yourself now and i was you said you're i was petrified on day one so like just for anyone else that's still feeling at resistance um yeah so good okay let's keep going um number 11 is i include protein in every meal um so just rate yourself on a scale of one to five and that's just because protein is the most satisfying macronutrient and our bodies are, there's a theory in nutrition that our bodies are looking to meet our protein requirements, not our calorie requirements. So you can, if you eat like enough calories for your body, but then you aren't having enough protein, your body is still going to be looking for the protein. Um, so it's like it, and everyone who does that, know, you'll know that you totally know this. Um, number 12 is I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. So this is all around our feelings work. So give yourself a score on the um, scale of one to five. And it's just because, yeah, like when we, when we aren't able to feel negative emotion and we use food instead, of course, that leads to so much overeating. So learning this skill of learning, being able to feel our bodies and feel like negative emotion instead of turning to food. Is, is really key. Um, number 13, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. So give yourself four on the scale of one to five. And this is important for just this reviewing process is so important for learning your exact triggers and your exact situation and, and just like supercharging your progress. And then number 14 is I celebrate my tiny wins. So giving that on a scale of one to five. And that's just that noticing of like, yeah, I did a good job there. Yeah. And because, and the reason for that is, as Maria so beautifully said, because we change best when we feel good. So you can get, total that up and give yourself a score out of 70, I think it is. No, 14 times 
Well, it's too early in the morning for me to think about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just, and then what's really helpful with this 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 pro process quiz is to just look through it and think like, okay, like what's first of all, look through it and think like, good job, like what am I doing well here? And give yourself that little bit extra of celebrating your tiny wins and giving yourself some dopamine. And then after you've gone and through and look, well, what am I proud of from this? Then look, go through and look at like, okay, what's the, what's this telling me? Like what's, don't like use it to judge yourself. If there's like, you know, what's the biggest area that, or what would be the most fun for me to work on next? And just choose one of these things to focus on for the next week rather than feeling overwhelmed. Like I've got so much to improve. Like what's the one thing? So if it's, you know, if you scored yourself low on I'm able to feel a negative emotion without buffering, great. It's time to do the feelings challenge. Or if you like, you know, I scored yourself low on eating without distractions, great. Have a have a challenge with yourself of like playing around with maximizing pleasure and just bring that curiosity to it, bring the playfulness to it, bring the fun. Okay. So Maria, we were going to coach on something and my mind's blanking um, on what we were going to coach on before. I'm just noticing the time. Um, it was just around the feelings challenge, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just, just a bit of a, I think if I can kind of get some kind of a method of how to approach it, because at the moment I'm just feeling a bit confused. Okay. So? So I tried to do it this evening. Yeah. Sort of after I'd finished work and before I had my evening meal. Yeah. Um, and I tried to go, well, how am I feeling physically? I'm a little bit tired because I've worked all day and my neck's a bit stiff. Great. How am I feeling mentally? All right. Right. Great. Great. Feeling Not, neutral. That, yeah. that was it. <laughs> that was it. Great. 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 So, yeah, like, so in that, like, then what am I noticing section? You can write next a bit stiff, emotionally feeling neutral or feel calm or whatever it is. And that's great. Like, that's how you feel. Because the thing is, Maria, if you're feeling really worried about something or if you're feeling really happy about something, you would know. So, like, that's amazing. Like, that's good. So, you just, like, you're doing the right thing. And then the next bit is to, like, just set a timer for a minute and just breathe, just focus on breathing and feeling. Like, just breathe and feel calm. So, if you're feeling like, all right, you just sit there for a minute and just see what's there for you. But so maybe that's that's what I should incorporate next then is just have that minute pause yeah. and yeah. do do a bit of breathing for a minute or just yeah. pause for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Pause for a Set minute. Timer and then see what comes up. Yeah. And, then, and there might be like your know, thoughts. I don't might feel drift. different. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly it. Like in like sometimes generally it's not going to be like, oh, I started, then I felt for a minute and then I feel like I, like I had this big revelation, a big change. Like normally it's just going to be, most days you're just going to feel calm. But it just gives you that opportunity that if there is something that's worrying you mm. or that's like bugging you, gives it an opportunity to, to flow through. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then obviously if I'm just doing that sort of at a regular time of day, that's not necessarily the point of time where, I might then be feeling something negative at a totally different time of day, but is this preparing us for that point? Yeah, it's like it yeah, it it's like a fire drill. So it's like okay. that. Yeah. So then, when you like, so if by doing this every day, that's just like opening up that skill of okay. oh, when the buzzer goes, like so it's like this is how yeah. I feel in my body, and then 
like to then so then that like if you've got this baseline experience then when something does come up and if you're freaking out about something you're like you're able to bring that awareness into it because you've got you've built that that skill at the at the baseline mm. okay yeah yeah I can, I can yeah get my head around it don't yeah great Maria and like just like whatever you do around this work is great like don't don't there's kind of no wrong way to do it so like just the fact that you're doing anything is good so yeah Amazing. I think probably a bit like the tummy channel challenge I'll find my you'll find, find your version approach. yes yeah. yeah perfect perfect and it'll be a bit more British than anybody else but that's okay <laughs> oh well, Amy's British so <laughs> that's perfect perfect excellent okay well that was great everyone so good to see you and if you're listening to the replay, um, yeah, make sure that you do that quiz actually. Like actually rate yourself rather than just write it down, rather than just giving yourself a do it in your head because when you see it on paper, it just makes it easier to see like where, where where's the way for me to head. Um, yeah, and so your home plate, same as always, daily practice, daily weighing, putting your cutlery down, post a review or a tiny win in the group. And if you're up for it, do the, um, yeah, Marita's like mine's more, be more LA, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you're up for it, start the feelings challenge. Okay. I'll see you guys next week at the same time. Bye everyone.